Hello from the members of Royce City Methodist Church. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We hope you're blessed by this message today. You're invited to join us for worship anytime. You can learn more about our worship options, locations, and how to get plugged into the life of our church by visiting our website, RoyceCityMethodist.life. Today, we hear from our associate pastor, Reverend Francis Gonzalez. May God bless you as you listen to His Word proclaimed. Good morning, everyone. It's great to see you all here. I know that you're getting over the birthday party. I get it. So am I. I hope you all had um, your heart filled with the promise of, of Jesus Christ and the waiting for his second coming. Today is uh, the last day of the year. Many special things are done on this last day of the year. Um, different cultures celebrate um, in different ways. In the Spanish culture, um, we start counting down the days uh, until the 6th of January, which is when we celebrate the gift giving, which would be for the three wise men. That's what... Um, we have been taught and we, but we celebrate uh, traditionally um, as gift giving. We did not, we, now they do, but we did not do Santa Claus. It, it, it didn't fit in the picture. Um, so we start counting because on the 6th, there's a big party, okay, a big party. So uh, we just, we, we're kind of like, instead of winding down, no, we're continuing uh, the celebration. <laughs> Let us pray. Open our hearts, O oh Lord, to hear your word and know your voice. Speak to our hearts and strengthen our wills that we may serve you today, now, and always. Amen. Today my reading comes from Paul's letter to the Ephesians. We know that Paul was in jail at the time that he was writing this, but his faith in Jesus Christ was sustaining him at that moment. And it is because of what his faith was doing in him that he was able to put together such a beautiful, a beautiful letter to the Ephesians. When he received the news about the Christ church in Ephesus, he was glad, he was elated, and here is how he responded. You can follow me in your Bibles or on the screen. I'm going to be reading from Ephesians 1, verses 16 to 18. And it reads, I have not stopped giving thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers. I keep asking that God, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. I pray that the eyes of your heart will be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people. 
This is the word of God for the people of God. For the last three days, I have been hearing people, um, I think about 50, making 50 resolutions for the new year. Things that they're going to change. And, and as I hear them today, I believe they believe it. So I'm, I'm not saying anything against those resolutions. The one thing in here is that I have not heard anybody make a spiritual resolution. What could we hold on to to change in the coming year? I think that since we have the Bible and church on Sunday, um, we all feel that we know about God the Father. I mean, you know, when we want to read something, we go to the book and somebody else's interpretation and, you know, and so forth. But in reality, how much do we know about God the Father, Jesus Christ the Son, and the Holy Spirit? But church, what I know and what I know that you know is not enough. It will never be enough because the Bible continues to change and knit within our lives its own mysteries. So I know that we never get to the point of knowing everything, understanding everything, seeing ourselves in every word. We never achieve that. As I contemplate the desires of our hearts for the coming year, a profound question echoed within me. What do I wish for our church this coming year? You are our church. What do I wish as your pastor for the coming year? I believe this question resonates with many of you also as we stand in the precipice of a new year and also of a new season in our faith journey. In my quest for an answer, I found myself drawn to the Apostle Paul's prayer in Ephesians 1, 16 to 18. And it was as if this verse is held a divine revelation, a blueprint for, long, for a longing within my heart. Kind of like a light bulb moment. In this passage, Paul offers a prayer that transcends time and speaks directly to the core of our existence and believers today. Lord, this is what I wish for our church. I whisper in the stillness of my prayers and in the depths of my heart. For this coming year, I wish for everyone to know you better than they have ever known you before. My wish for you is for each one of you to know God better than you have ever known him before. To know God better than you have ever known him before. I want Paul's prayer to be my own, and I want Paul's prayer to be your own also. 
Paul's prayers, as we explore his death, unveils a profound lesson that has the power to shape and transform our journey in the coming year. The essence of this prayer revolves about two pillars, gratitude and spiritual enlightenment. In a world often injured by chaos and uncertainty, cultivating an attitude of gratitude becomes a radical act of faith. Paul, in his prayer, expresses thanksgiving for the faith and the love demonstrated by the believers in Ephesus. It serves as a reminder that despite the challenge